This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, Fasting, Part 2. Pastor Jenkins continues his series on fasting by defining a biblical fast and teaching us how we should fast as Christians. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Whatever time it is, wherever you is, whatever time it is, I'm I'm in part two of uh, our series on fasting. This is, uh, uh, we're on, a, our church is on a 21-day fast. Our men and women have joined together to turn our plates down, and uh, I'm going to just quickly review what we covered last week in part one, and uh, if you didn't, I'm not going to be able to go slow enough for you to take a whole lot of notes, but I'm going to just run through it real quick, remind us. Matthew chapter six is our theme verse verses for uh, this series, verses 16 through 18, Matthew 6, verses 16 through 18. And it says this, it says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who, is, who sees in secret will reward you openly. And so we talked last week and just highlighted the fact that many people over the course of history and time, and especially through Scripture, uh, spent time turning their plate down and fasting. And we, we want to follow the, the, uh, the models that God has set for us uh, about fasting. It is something that uh, God has called us to have as a, has a regular part of our lives. We want to make fasting uh, not just a, a one-time event or once-a-year event, but somewhere during the course of our lives, uh, our day, our year, we should have periods and seasons of turning our plate down. And we talked about that last time. We've got examples of that from Jesus to Moses to David and the church at Antioch and Cornelius. We got many examples of that. And then I talked, we started off by just talking a little bit about our reasons for fasting. How, why should we fast? We talked about, number one, the spiritual rewards. There are spiritual rewards to fasting. If you want direction from God, if you want to be able to discern some things from God, if you want the power of the Lord, and if you want humility are all reasons uh, to to spiritual reasons, spiritual rewards that when you fast, God will give you direction and give you discernment and, and, and heighten your spiritual awareness. We talked about the fact that God empowers us. Jesus fasted and returned in the power of the Spirit. He got filled, but then he got the power of the Spirit flowing through him. And then uh, Psalm 35 talks about humility. We talked about we fast to get our prayers answered. We want to beseech God with our prayer requests and include uh, fasting is a part of us beseeching the Lord. And then we, uh, we also talked about a reason for fasting is deliverance, that we want to see God bring deliverance, uh, especially Isaiah 58, get a chance. I think I encourage you to read Isaiah 58 because uh, uh, that's, the, that's really the fasting chapter. That's actually the, ch the chapter I should have used for this, the cornerstone verse for this series uh, because God has chosen a fast for strongholds and bonds to be broken, wickedness to be broken, and burdens to be lifted, and 
those who are oppressed to be free, Isaiah 58 says, that every yoke could be broken. Fasting helps facilitate that. You got a stronghold in your life, it's time to fast. And then we talked about healing. Isaiah again 58 talks about the healing. God wants us to be healed of whatever our conditions and challenges are. So I encourage you today to, if you didn't hear that message, to go back and, uh, and, and matter of fact, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just doing a Sunday morning brief highlight and hit of these things, but we've done much more uh, in-depth study in our Bible studies, and you can get those studies from our bookstore. Tonight I want to talk about what fasting is and how do you fast. I want to just spend some time giving some of the elementary um, elements and directions for fasting, hoping that uh, you'll know what fasting is, what fasting is not, but even more so, how do you fast? So let me begin by telling you, number one, fasting, here's, here's the definition of it. Fasting is uh, the voluntary abstinence from food in order to uh, accomplish a specific God-directed purpose. Let me read that to you again. It is the voluntary, it's something you, ch you voluntarily choose to do. You, you, for a spiritual reason, it is not, we're not fasting, you're not turning f away from food uh, for the sake or the purpose of um, losing weight. That's, that's not a fast. That's not a spiritual fast. Maybe it is a fast, but it's not what we are promoting today. We're not talking about you losing weight. We're talking about uh, a voluntary absence from food in order to accomplish a specific God-directed purpose. And those purposes we just shared with you today. God wants us to do that. So that is uh, the important thing that God wants us to understand what it is that I choose to do it. Uh, this is the choice I'm making in terms of my spiritual walk and my spiritual dimension with God. I'm making the choice to do so. And God wants us to do that. Now, having said that, and I hope everybody got that, let me shift to uh, um, the types of fast. There are three types of fasting, three ways, three types. Uh, first of all, there's what we call the normal fast. And, and, and by the way, um, let, me, let me back up for a second, because you can fast from other things. I mean, you can fast from TV or fast from something you enjoy. You know, there, there are, those are fasts too. But I, I want to highlight in this fast that we're seeking to do, this is a fast from food. This is our encouragement to you today, even though you can fast from other things. And the three types of fasting as it pertains to food is, number one, a normal fast, which is when you abstain from food but not water. And I, I need to just spend a few moments talking about that. Uh, there are multiple, um, again, examples of this in the scripture. Those scriptures right there, Luke 4, Matthew 4, Genesis 24. I'm not going to read those verses, but I do want to highlight to you that uh, one of the, the, the normal fasts is abstaining from food but not water. Now that's important to know because you can, you can abstain from food for many days but not from water. That's an important thing. Your body needs water. And it's very important for me to say that to people because you can't just totally uh, abstain from water and food for an extended period of time. You know, you can't go weeks and weeks and weeks without uh, you can go weeks and weeks and you can go weeks without food, but you cannot go weeks without water. And I want to make sure everybody hears me say that. Um, so that's number one. That's a normal fast. And I, my encouragement uh, to us in this series today is that um, you try to figure out the, if there's a season or a time during these 21 days that you can maybe spend a day going without both or maybe um, 
maybe a meal. If you just miss a meal and say, okay, I'm not going to do lunch or I'm not going to do dinner or breakfast. And instead, devote that time to an element of worship and prayer or reading or meditating upon the things of God. Instead of, instead of you uh, uh, diving into the, 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 your, your, your food, um, maybe you can say, I'm going to take this time to uh, pursue God, to pray, maybe to read the scriptures, meditate on the word, spend time doing that in, instead of uh, uh, eating. So that's a normal fast. You abstain from food, but not from water. <clears throat> um, matter of fact, in these passages, when you read them, you'll see that uh, sometimes when Jesus uh, did his fasting, especially his extended fasting, Matthew 4 talks about him fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. It says in uh, chapter Matthew 4, 2, it says afterwards he was hungry. He didn't say he was thirsty. He said he was hungry. He had not eaten, but he did, he did drink. He did have water. So a normal fast is the abstinence from food, but not necessarily water. Here's number two is what we call an absolute or total fast. An absolute or total fast is part two, number two. Uh, and that's when you are abs abstaining from all food as well as water. And I think it's important, again, that there are multiple examples of that. Acts chapter 9, Exodus 34, Deuteronomy 9. Uh, those verses, jot those verses down. You are abstaining from all food as well as water. And as I just mentioned, I probably should have waited to say this, I should have said and shared with you that it's important uh, that you uh, not make your fasting from water an extended period of time. Don't go three or four weeks without water. Your body needs water. But then you can go a few days, a day or two, maybe three. Um, of course, everybody needs to know their own body and their own system of how God made you and and recognize that uh, there are going to be some things that happens to your body when you're not eating and when you're not drinking water. There's some things that are going to happen. And, and that's why I encourage you to get our deeper series that we did on Bible study that can give you the details of what's going to happen. And, and I, I've learned that a very important part of learning to be an effective faster is to learn what to anticipate, what's going to happen to your body when you don't eat, when you even, and when you're doing one of these absolute fasts, you need to know what's going to happen. And when it's time to shut it off and come off of the fast. And, e and even when you do an absolute fast, there's a way to come off of the fast. There's a way to, to, to come off. You just don't dive into, if you done fasted three or four days, your stomach done shrunk and, you know, you're hungry. Uh, you know, you can't just pick, go, go down and, and uh, uh Hog out, just you know. You, you think you're gonna, you know, get you the biggest meal in the world, and uh, you know, that that that's that's dangerous. It's not healthy. It's it's dangerous. Don't do that. Turn to your neighbor. Say, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We we, we want you to be aware of uh, what happens to you. And then, thirdly, I want to uh, spend a moment and talk about a partial fast. That's a uh, number this third type of a fast when you have a restriction on your diet rather than complete abstinence so you decide I'm not going to eat any meats or uh, you know I know your kids would like to say I'm not going to eat any vegetables I'm fasting from vegetables <laughs> um, so it's 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 a partial abstinence or a restriction uh, rather than a complete abstinence and Daniel chapter uh, one 
um, uh, and chapter 10 several times Daniel uh, in seasons of his uh, his domain of, of where he was uh, wouldn't eat certain delicacies of the king. Matter of fact, on one occasion, he said to the king, uh, we, we don't want to eat your food. Let us eat the food we want to eat and let's see who's who's better, whether your men are better or whether me and my men are better because we haven't eaten uh, from the king's table. And so uh, uh, some of you can do a partial fast. You know, maybe you just decide um, today I'm not going to eat any meats uh, or during this season I'm not going to eat any meats or uh, or something to that nature. So you, you figure out what is meaningful to you. That's the main thing. Uh, this is day 10 of our fast. We got 11 more days to go. I'm just trying to help introduce everybody to do, participating, uh, our church family, to participate in this endeavor and do it in a way that's appropriate and works for you. That's what we want to try to do. And I think God will honor it. I know God will honor it. I don't think God will honor it. I know God will honor it. Some of you are on medications, and some of your medications require you to eat food uh, before you take your medications or as a part of your medications. I'm not trying to tell you to violate that. So you do what you need to do to be able to take your medications. Please take your medicine. What did I say? Please take your medicine. I want to encourage you today. Take your medicine and do whatever your medicine tells you to do. I don't want you to get sick and die talking about I did what Pastor Jenkins said. No, the Pastor Jenkins said to you, take your medicine and take it the way it is prescribed to you. Do what they tell you to do and figure out a way that you can still participate in this fast, but don't violate what your doctors have told you to do. Now, let me close this final point I want to say. And then we'll we'll close with prayer. My third thing about how to fast and the way to do it um, is that Jesus gives us clear directions on what's the proper way. He tells us two specific things to do while we're while we're fasting. And that's what Matthew 6 is telling us. He tells us exactly what it is he wants us to do while we're fasting. He says, number one, don't seek to, to, to appear to be fasting. Don't put yourself in a posture that people can see or recognize because you done, you, done, you done disfigured your face. You're looking sad. Uh, he says in this passage of uh, Matthew chapter 6, he tells us in verse 17, anoint your head and wash your face. Uh, we, we're not going to go around slumping, looking bad, looking down, looking discouraged and frustrated and, and weak and, and uh, letting the world know. We, we're not doing this for the world. This is not being done to show people how spiritual we are. We, we're not trying to do that. We're, we're doing this as unto the Lord. Amen. We, I don't want you bragging on that. I don't want you telling everybody. Uh, that's what it's not me. It's what Jesus said. Jesus said, "Don't when you fast, don't do like the hypocrites do. Because when they fast, they got sad faces, sad countenance. They disfigure their faces so they can appear to men to be fasting." Jesus says in verse sixteen, "Assuredly I say to you, they have their reward. They're going to get their reward uh, from what they've done." He said, "But when you fast, anoint your head, dress up, put your clothes on, wash your face." So that you do not appear to be to men to be fasting, but you're doing it before God. This, this is the thing about our walk with God. He wants us to, to, to live a life that's reflective of him, we, that he sees us. 
that we know he's watching us and he's looking at us and he's observing us and he's the one that's going to reward us. That's the important deal. Uh, so we do it before God, point one. And point two under here, we, we, we need to understand that God who sees us in secret will reward us openly. That's the way God operates. He says, he's the God who sees what you're doing and he will reward you. That's the thing I love about the Savior that we serve is he sees exactly what we're doing and he will reward us openly. Now, this is a lifestyle that God's called us to do and, and go. Now, you know, if you're, for those who are married, of course, your spouse needs to know what the deal is with you. But as it pertains to people outside of your immediate family, we're not going to brag on this. This is not a big brag. This is between you and your personal walk with God. And we're just calling and inviting and asking us as a corporate body to do it. And how many of you recognize, here's my thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this to a close here today. That's, that's the essence of, of the word today, is, is what it is and how God wants us to do it, and ways that we can do it, and, and whichever way you can do it. And here's the essence, our country is in a crisis. It's a crisis moment. These are horrifying days. Uh, there's, a, there's a threat to the democracy and the safety of the nation that we live in. Please don't take the affairs of Wednesday lightly. They're not lightly. I know some people want to just brush it under the, under the rug like it's no big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And you know what's bothering me? There were a lot of people who called themselves Christians participating in what happened on Capitol Hill. We, we don't, we don't, we, we as Christians, let me tell you this. We as Christians don't um, accomplish our goals of what we want to see accomplished. We don't do that through violence. God doesn't use us to participate in violent affairs. We fast, we pray, we call on the God that we serve and he fights our battles. God, fight, God fights our battles. We fight, God fights for us by, when we worship God, when we give him the glory and when we give him the honor and when we turn our plates down and when we pray, God steps up on our accord and fights for us. Yeah, so I'm, I'm deeply troubled. I'm deeply concerned and deeply bothered. And it's not just the world. The churches are divided. Churches are, uh, are, are on separate sides of the coin. Uh, the white church can look at uh, the affairs of our country and come to an interpretation. And the black church looks at the affairs of the country and view it in a totally different way. It's a divided nation. And I, I want you all to know that we have to work as a people to try to bring unity and to try to resolve it and try to, to, to repair the, 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 the sever that has gone on. And so I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, keep us flowing in a way that's acceptable to God. I'm meeting with people that don't look like me and talking and communicating and trying to gain understanding. And that's what we should be doing in our personal lives. All of us should be doing that in our personal lives, relating to people that are outside of our immediate communities. That's my prayer for us to do. And that's one of the reasons why I'm turning our, we're turning our plate down. I'm, I'm, I'm believing, here's what I'm believing. I'm believing that 2021, and, and I'm praying for this, this, this pandemic, because I, I miss church. I miss church. I miss the people's. I miss y'all. I miss the worship. I miss the corporate worship. 
I, I miss the church being full of people with their hands raised and their mouth open into God. I miss the ability to hug on the people that I love and care about. I miss it with all of my heart and I'm looking forward to the day. So I'm praying for the, the, the disunity in our country and I'm praying for a, a, a healing and breakthrough from this pandemic. Those two things our country is facing and I'm praying that God helps to expedite to bring us. And I'm believing that 2021, God's going to do a new thing. Amen. That he's going to bring some fresh deals and some fresh, I believe it, to the core of my being. And, and, I, and I think y'all have heard me say this on multiple occasions. Uh, I know that this, I'm not, I'm not mad about the pandemic. I'm not, I'm, I'm, matter of fact, we are a better church because of the pandemic. We're going to be and continue to be a better church because of the pandemic. We're going to, we're going to step into a dimension of ministering to people that had the pandemic not happened, we would have never done. So we're, we're making changes. We're going to do a new thing. We're going to minister in new ways. And I want each of our family members, each of our church members to recognize and realize what can I do to participate in the deal of making sure that I'm a partner and a collaborator and, a, and cooperating with the plan that God has for us for 2021. He is doing a new thing. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.